Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying, trying, told, trying, told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we're going to highlight some of the uh, young, up-and-coming superstars in the Pittsburgh area in our business. And so we have uh, Joey Crivelli, Brandon Bennett, Braden Cameron here with us. And uh, so maybe we could first first start out at um, how you got into the business. Um, that's a long story. Yeah. Um, but Joey, how you got into the business and, and then, um, we could kind of get into some of how you came up and how you guys ended up in the business. Yeah. Uh, we'll start out with you, Joey. Just to be like short and quick with it. I met you like a year before I came in here and, um, I was just like, I was like, dang, like this, I've never listened to anybody in my life. I've never looked up to anybody in my life because where we grew up in Newcastle, it wasn't really like that. There was nobody to look up to. So all my mentors were people who I knew like not to be like. And then I met I met you and I'm like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, this dude is like everything that I've ever thought, dreamt about becoming my whole life. Cause I always wanted to move away from what everybody else was doing, separate myself from the crowd, be the outcast. And when I met you, I'm like, not only is he successful, but he got a family. He's a good dude. Like he brings me to, to church and he gives me wisdom and he's humble. And, and I'm like, that is exactly what I want to be. So me and you developed a relationship where you were mentoring me and it had nothing to do with this business. You were teaching me uh, and mentoring me in a, in another business that I was trying to run. Um, and to the point where, you know, stuff, d things didn't work out. And then I, which I, was, which was, how would you describe <coughs> what you were doing? It was crypto. Well, yeah, it was, it was like we were running a hedge fund, hedge fund. but the main asset that we were trying to invest into was crypto. So okay. we're trying to build an investment firm and with crypto being like the main asset, like raising a whole bunch of capital from wealthy individuals yep. um, and then utilizing that money to try to generate returns for them. Um, and there were so many things before that too. You like, sold me. Right. Yeah. He sold me. I'm like, man, this dude is relentless. <laughs> relentless. Yeah. And, and uh, through that process, I started to, to think, man, mm -hmm. I, I think you would be great in our business. But at, I always hoped that at some point you would want to do our business, but I, I never <coughs> was going to push you into our business. It was never, it was always in the back of my mind that I hoped you would see it on your own. Right. But I made a commitment to myself that I was never going to try to push you into our business. Right. I tried to uh, just mentor you and see if I could be a positive influence in your life. And right. I try to, I tried to force myself to not be selfish as much as I'm like, man, I know he would kill it in this business and I know he would do well for our business. I'm not going to cross the line and, and do that. I'm going to, if it's meant to be, I'll let it happen. I'm just going to try to genuinely give, give you guidance. Right. And so you end up coming into the, into the business and did you meet Bennett? Well, no. So we, we all grew up in Newcastle. So like okay. Bra Braden came with me because all of the stuff I was trying to do prior to this, Braden was already with me on all of it. Like we, we failed at like five different businesses and there was always someone who from would what like, age to what age from like nine, from like 19 to now, like 25, like 19 and to you've 25 been here years for old. a little bit over two years. Right. So 19 to 22, 19 to 23, you guys are together just figuring trying to it start out businesses. Yeah. And, yep. and a, a clear point to make is throughout all of those, what most people would see as failures. We just seen them as like necessary stepping stones to get to the right place. And what I realized is along that path, there was always one person who dipped, one person who dipped, one person who dipped, except for him. 
what I'm saying? He stayed through the whole time. So along with Dimitri, and like they both came here with me. And then Bennett, um, we pulled up to the city and Brody had his McLaren out. Bennett was like, bro, like I know you from Newcastle, like what, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, because he was a hooper, I used to be a hooper. And um, he immediately came in and just coachable, loyal, dedicated, everything. But you, you didn't know him really before that? Not really. Like Just a little bit because he was a hooper. I know you, you guys yeah. were like making three bunch of three-pointers, right. you know, coming up. Yeah. So you probably knew the name. You yeah. knew of each other, but you didn't really. That probably wasn't seen each other at like friend. parties. Probably seen each other at like a high school party. Funny thing, I used to make fun of how they used to dress because they, they were like, I was like 18, 17, 18. And they used to dress in like pea coats and stuff, go out and take pictures together. I was trying to create like a like a yeah. little mafia. Already, yep. yeah, like and when we were young. Like, what, the, what the hell are they doing? Who, who are they? Like, why why are they dressing like that? But now I'm here. So yeah. What 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 caught your eye? You know, coming in, <coughs> Bennett, and um, you know now Brandon Bennett, uh, our record holder uh, last year, most amount of sales in a year anyone's ever done uh, in our business. How old are you? I'll be 24 in a couple of days. 24 years old. Yep. What's what stuck out to you to make you want to do the business or give it a shot? Weren't you in college or something? Yeah, so I started my senior year. Uh, I didn't play college basketball, so I took took that off. I just really wasn't in love with it anymore. And then my second semester of college is when I started. So first semester, Christmas break came. I started in the business. I got in the pre-licensing course end of September, and I knew during Christmas break I would have time to do something. So I was constantly back and forth from school to this. Like somehow, some way, COVID was kind of over, and I got all my professors to let me do it virtually. Don't know how. I told them I live with my grandparents. <laughs> and they would each teacher would hold a Zoom. I was the only one on Zoom, so I got kind of lucky with it. I'd be in class, in the office, calling, um, but because it's virtual. And if we were doing door-to-door, we wouldn't have been able to do that. So. Yep. And so what stuck out to you that made you want to do the business? Um, Brody's car. <laughs> so um, first it was the car. You yeah. were like, man, I want something like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, the culture, the people. Um, and I think I'm, the fact that he's seen a kid from Newcastle. Yeah. Like, in, Get into it. Get into a McLaren. Yeah. He's like, because the nicest car we seen was a Cadillac, maybe. Or right. a Corvette. Yeah. Something like that. How about how about you? Yeah, I mean, just to, to kind of tail off Joe, I feel like naturally. You played football in high school, right? Yeah, I was a big sports person in high school, competitor. And then I remember it was graduation was when, um, like right after my graduation party in high school is when I connected with Joe right out of high school. So okay. I, was, I was 17 because I was young for my grade. And you were 20 at the 21? 20. So he was 20 at the time, and then ever since that, you know, we were just doing whatever we could to just kind of just build a relationship. <laughs> and I don't know. Trying just to build <laughs> some type of just business. Try, yeah. Just trying to build anything, yeah. you know. And, and we moved to the city and, you know, mutual connections. You got connected with Simon. And I remember he built a good relationship with you for a good year. year yeah. And then I remember when he took us over to your house on uh, – New was it New Year's Eve? Yeah. Um, what stuck out to me was just you as a person. It was how genuine you were, walking into your house and just you, you giving me a, a, a big hug, and not even knowing me, um, and then sitting at the table. I'm thinking I'm just 
you know, going to some house and we're watching the ball drop. Maybe <laughs> there's some wine we're popping, champagne, but it turned into just a three-hour conversation about life and, you know, driving home. I remember looking at Joe and I'm like, we got to do something. I want, I want led by this guy because I want this dude to mentor us because yeah. that's what we were just like some hungry kids looking for that. Yeah. So that's, and you guys have crushed it, you know, yeah. ever since. So when you first started, you were basically just because Joey found Joey was coming. Yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah. you're Joe. following Joey uh, again. <laughs> he could have to told us we, uh, we're going to, to sell anything or do yeah. it. And I'm yeah. following. You yeah. were going to do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And so how old are you now? 22. Okay. So now let's talk money. Right. Real quick. Um, expected money. You know, what do you, you're, we're, we're already, you know, basically through, we're in the fourth quarter of the year right now. You, you get a good picture of what your income is going to look like, yeah. you know, what you've made already. What have you made so far? What are you going to make for the year? For the year, um, I'll make around 350. Bennett? I should make around a half a million, 500,000. Joey? 900. How cool of a, how cool is it to look back and, and, and see, you know, how you guys started and, and to have people that you're coming up with where it's not just you right. earning that type of income, but also, you know, these your friends and yeah. people that you're looking out for, to, you know, earning that type of income. To be honest, I don't even look at it like individual <laughs> money. I look at it like a brotherhood. And I'm like one day when we're 50 years old and we got an accumulated 100 mil, what, like plus whatever we got together. Like, we'll be able to do whatever we want together as yep. a brotherhood. Yep. Like, when I look at our, like, net worths or something like that, I look at what we got together yes. as a crew. Yes. Because I feel like we make each other more powerful, and I want us to have that forever. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think, you know, in, in your first year uh, in leadership, you guys together, you broke the all-time record for the, for the most <clears> amount of, of sales in a first-year leadership team. What do you think sticks out to you looking back on that? and say, what do, you, what do you think you did right? What do you think happened? I think happened? it's three words. I think it's loyalty, intensity, and energy. That's it. Just loyalty, intensity, and energy. And I think that's what's going to carry us to seven mil next year. It's, it's just the intensity and the energy. Every day, like yesterday, I had to have someone in the office come tell me, tell me to like chill out. Everybody in the office can hear you. And they know like, they trust me and, and love me enough and know I love and care about them enough. Like, if Bennett punched me in the mouth today, we'd be cool by tomorrow. There'd be no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I do things like, like you know, just over the top to set the culture straight and implement the right things, everybody's down with it. Like, it's, that's, what, that's how we operate. What do you think has separated, you know, you two from, you know, you said you're, what, 24? Yeah, I'll be 24 soon. Get 23 right now, 22? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what what do you think has separated you from friends or people that you know that are 20 t 22, 23, not having those levels of success? Is there anything that you think you're doing differently than what you see most people your age doing? I would say just having a vision. Um, having a vision along with having a vision with people that you can trust. Um, like I remember... Even just yesterday, we were Joe. We were having a conversation about identity, um, and I think establishing an identity at a young age is super important. Because um, then, when you enter a business like this, and you have an identity of of stuff like loyalty, and stuff like hard work and energy, that's stuff that can't really be taken away from you. When like right out of high school, 
I had no identity. Like it was, it was all ego. It was all, you know, you brought up athlete. Like it was all external validation because I was a good athlete in high school. And, you know, I got friends because I was a good sports athlete. And then out of high school, you kind of realize if that gets ripped apart, you're nothing because your whole identity is based off of stuff that can get changed. So I think learning that and establishing that through people that you build brotherhoods with is is super important. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> kind of the same thing being around people that want the same thing as you. Um, it's just vision. <clears throat> like for me, I've always wanted to be successful and I've always seen myself that way, but having them around me makes it easier. So that's pretty much it. People on the same yeah. mission as you. Yeah. What things other than money um, do you think you've learned here in the organization that has that's been a benefit to you? I've, I've probably learned more about that side than money. Um, like, I've grown here more as a person, mentally, being able to talk to people, how I think about stuff, being just mentally strong, controlling your emotions, all the stuff we talk about. I think I've learned more here than about money sales like anything really like and that's that's what's most important in life it's not like what you have it's like who you become in the process i feel like if if you like when i look at this year if i had to ask myself what's more important what's more valuable the fact that i made 900 grand or the lessons that i learned this year alone just like because each year you you got something you know what i'm saying like people look at it like oh i made this amount of money this year but what about all the the shit that you did wrong this year and all the things that you went through in life in general and like what do you take from it cuz like i think 50% i think what i learned most since i've been here is 50% of being successful is about not not chasing you know relationships around not smoking or drinking or doing drugs not going out getting to bed on time taking care of your health and your mindset that i would say that's like 50 to 70 percent of success you know what i'm saying people talk about like work hard and make a living but work on yourself and make a fortune no doubt you know what i'm saying what are the things that you all you three what would you say i preach to you the most like if there's something mind, that you're like spirit. he's on us about it what, what, <laughs> mind what body you, spirit mind body spirit what yep, about you my, yeah mind body spirit 100 percent. like what explain what that meaning means. like In you're taking care of your health right taking care of your faith and it's not to force god on anybody it's just believing in something seeking wisdom and instruction from something that teaches us how to have wisdom and principle and virtue and ethic and character um because at the end of the day like you our talent our talent could get us to a place where our character can't keep us truth so eating right sleeping right um even in terms of like mind body spirit like look at who's look at who you're around and what your surroundings are and the energy that that gives off. Like you go out to the city who you're surrounded by. Yeah. Like you could feel it when you go out. If that's why I don't go out nowhere because I feel all the energy of people that are like seeking pleasure, lust, temptation, desire, not being disciplined. What the next day is going to look like for them. I don't, I want no parts of it. Yes. What, what traits would you say of, by the way, um, if you're watching this versus listening to this and you're wondering why, why does this fool have on sunglasses? <laughs> uh, you don't want to, I got a black eye. Uh, I took an accidental headbutt with my, with a couple of my friends grappling. Um, those of you that know me, you know, I'm, uh, training jujitsu and wrestling and all that stuff. So I took a headbutt and it's taken me a couple of days to recover at 40, 
my eye don't even recover as fast as it used to recover. So I'm, the, the glare of the uh, light makes my eye water. And so I'm looking like a fool right now. If you can't see me, just picture I'm in here looking like Pitbull <laughs> with some sunglasses on <laughs> in a perfectly good building uh, inside. And it's, it's uh, not to look cool. It's just to protect my eyeball, you know, right now. What, what things would you, what, what things would you say traits wise stick out to you all of people that are successful here? What, what traits give it to me, Braden? Yeah, I would say first, long-term as a leader, putting people in front of yourself, caring about people more than you care about yourself. Um, and that's something I learned early on as a leader. Um, like I know you, you bring up the analogy uh, from a football defense perspective when you got cornerbacks and the good cornerback you usually leave on an island with no safety help. And early as a leader, you know, I had high school friends that I've had relationships with for years who did well at the business, but, you know, I always thought to myself, oh, they're good because they're making money. And I always say, you know, sometimes their pockets might be filled, but their souls might be drained. And, that's and I, the key. <laughs> and I right. wasn't, you know, paying as, as much attention to them emotionally and as much as I could on, on our relationship. <laughs> so I would say just putting, putting people in front of yourself. What's Traits what? of people that are, that are successful in the business. Um, I think mentally tough is my biggest one. And I would say that's the most important one because a lot of, a lot of stuff can go wrong. People can knock you off. Like you're getting told no all the time, selling like leadership. People are going to leave like a bunch of stuff. You just have to weather the storm basically like just keeping straight, straight vision, straight path on the same road. That's it. Did you, did you all ever hear people, you know, when you were coming into the business, did you have anybody doubt you or anybody <laughs> say it's not real Everybody. parents, family, friends, you know, anything Everybody. like that? What, what, what sticks out to you about a couple things that people said that, that weren't true or people that tried to tell you it wasn't real? What, yeah, what pops up to you? I think it's, I think it's people. So like when it comes to, I was just talking about all of the, the, the young kids with us. Um, I asked them, I say, why are you so frustrated that you're failing right now? Failing. We don't dictate it as failing, but to them, it seems like failure. I'm like, why do you like, why are you so frustrated that you think you're failing right now? And I'm like, ask yourself, is it because of you? Like, are you mad that, that you haven't became super good yet? Or you're comparing yourself to other people? Or are you thinking about what everybody else is wondering? You know what I'm saying? Like your parents are calling you, asking you what's going on. Your friends back home are telling you that you made the wrong decision and that you should come back with them. Most of the time when you look at why you're concerned about why you're not doing good, it's because it's because you're thinking about what everybody else is thinking. Right. And I think that goes back to like what attributes of, of successful people. It's people who don't give a shit about what anybody thinks about what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And like because everybody's going to have something to say because they know that they're not willing to do it. It's, it's either people never found out how to do it or they found out how to do it and they know that they're not willing to do what it takes. So when they see you even attempting to, they get a little bit scared that somebody that they know is about to embark on the journey and they might just fall in love with it and they might, might just do it. it. Mm -hmm. and, and now that person's scared that they might have to watch it because they know that they weren't willing to do it. What voices did you have to block out, Braden? 
Yeah, I've been blocking out voices since I started following this knucklehead over here. Yeah. But I think it comes from, you know, it started with parents, then friends, then classmates, then people on the street yelling at me saying I look weird for wearing a turtleneck on the south side of Pittsburgh. I, I was yep. that person. I just think, you know, it was, it, it's been a journey. But I, I think and just it still like, happens. Yeah, and it still happens to this day. But um, I think – it, it falls back on finding an identity for yourself because I've been in two situations where previously when someone has said those things, I've been like, in my mind, maybe you're right. Maybe I should do something. And then like years pass and the same people say the same thing. And it's a completely different mindset switch. And I think honestly, it's from Joe having so much belief in himself that it's over the years, it's like passed on to me where it's like, we really can do this thing. So then when, when you hear the outside noise, you have so much belief in yourself and in the group that no matter who's talking, it really don't matter. When before it wasn't like that. It was like, I don't have belief in myself. So the outside voices and ears does influence what I do. How about you, Bennett? What voices, you know, what things have you had to block out or what things? Um, well, th this one's funny. And I love my mom and she's supportive of what I do. I love I her do. too. Um, <laughs> when I started in the business... Like, I had a college degree, and all I'm getting my degree and stuff. And she was telling my dad, like, what is he doing selling life insurance? Like, she would cry, right? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, four months later, I was doing pretty good, right? I was making, like, in college, I was probably making 20, 30 grand a month in college. While you were in college? Yeah, while I was in college. Working here? Yes. Unbelievable. Um, but that's just a funny story. But friends... Um, doubting me like and this is funny too my roommate that i lived with and i started here i was like bro i'm about to go make four grand a week like watch like i'm about to, i know joey's making four grand a week like i know i can make three four grand a week he's like all right i'll believe it when i see it two weeks three weeks a month five weeks then i started to make four grand a week and he's like it, it was just funny <laughs> to see of like just see that and actually do it I feel like it happens at every level because like I feel like you could you could tell anybody we haven't been in this spot yet but like you p that happens at the bottom but then also when you're going from regular millionaire to like multimillionaire and then you're attempting to go from multimillionaire to billionaire it's even people in those brackets too who are going to treat you the same way when you're trying to level up again you know what I'm yep. saying? I feel like yep. that's going to happen in the future. Yep. And I'm already trying to prepare for it now. Right. Because the same way we tried to escape our hometown and become successful is the same way we're going to try to escape being successful and becoming more successful. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people are going to do that at every level. Yep. You know what I'm saying? What, what things would you advise people on or give advice to, you know, being that you're only a, I mean, you're less than 36 months removed <laughs> from college. Right? Yeah. Three years? Two, two, two and a half. I graduated April 22, so. April yeah. 22? Yeah. Yeah, we one just passed half. April 23. Yeah, one oh, and a half. Yeah. Not long ago, so one and a half yeah. years removed from college. And you're already talking about making a half a million dollars, mm -hmm. and you're a good person doing it. You're not losing your mind and treating people bad and, mm -hmm. you know. What things would you say to people? What advice would you give to people just in general, you know, not in this business, just people in general, young, that want to have success, what advice would you give them? I mean, I, I, I never want – I went to college to play basketball. Like, honestly, that's why I went. I always knew I wanted to be a business owner of some sort. But I think 
it takes a special person to be really successful in any type of business. You have to really want it. So I would say, like, you have to be really motivated. I don't know if motivated is the word because you can be motivated in a lot of stuff, but it really doesn't matter. Um, disciplined. You just have to want more than the average person. It just, I'm a simple guy. Like, I keep stuff very, very simple. I always have, and I probably always will. That's what I think the biggest thing is just wanting more for yourself. How far can you go? Like, why won't you just keep testing yourself? With like, A lot really of people want it, though. Yeah. Right? So I'm sitting in college right now, or I'm sitting somewhere, and it's like, man, I want more for myself. Right. Now no. what? <laughs> what advice you got now? Yeah, I like, want more for myself. What now? Yeah. Take action. Yeah. My, my <laughs> advice is like, I just, I think that, go ahead. I, like, when Braden's talking about all the stuff we've done before this, I didn't care about money i cared about being better than everybody else not and and when i say better i don't mean i didn't plan on like becoming more rich i just wanted to look at everybody else and say Haha, look at what you're doing i'm in my house 18 hours a day right now bettering myself learning not developing all of the terrible habits that are going to eventually ruin your life like i would have done what we did before this for 30 years over again I, I, w I would have done it until I was 50. Until Which was what, though? Just try to, just try to like build a group of kids and as many as we can and teach them all the right ways of life while seeking the right ways of life and not getting into the, the, the bad habits of life that, that there is out there and yep. getting involved in the crowd. And like, I You're just, already preparing yourself yeah. for whatever opportunity was, was going to come right. up. You guys were just working on yourself. Like, I wonder if you feel like you just attracted it. Yeah. I think, I think it like it was just bound to happen. Yeah. Like, and I told them the other day, cause we, we went and celebrated, um, one of our really close friends birthday. They, uh, they, at this cigar place and this kid came up to me and he around was here around here. Where was the, the cigar place? The burn, burn the cigar okay. place. Yep, downtown. And this one kid came up to me in a suit and he was like trying to connect with me and, talk business and network with me. And I told them, I said, like, he was happy to connect with me, but deep down I was sitting there and I was envisioning ripping his head off of his shoulders nice. because he's in the world of business, which means he's my competitor, which means I want to pounce on him and destroy him. But he thinks he's connecting with me, right? Like, and obviously I didn't treat him wrong. I treated him very respectfully, had a wonderful conversation. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, this guy's my competition until we die. Until one of us dies, who's going to be there? Who's going to get farthest? Who's going to get the highest? Like, it's that mindset. And I would do it for no money. I would do it for the love of that feeling in the game forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's it. I think um, one of the things I'd, I'd like your perspective on, you know, I, I accidentally fell in love with what we did in the beginning, you know, at first I fell in love with opportunity. You know, I was 22 years old. Somebody called my resume. I thought small. I didn't have anybody to, to show me anything big. I walk into the office. I see people doing big things. I see that it's available for people like me, you know, normal. I love that there was no ceiling. And then when I, when I got into the business, I think what came natural to me was, was that our demographic was like middle income blue collar people. And I loved it because those are my people. Right. Um, I grew up, you know, Youngstown, you guys, Newcastle, that's blue collar, right. you know, that's as blue collar as it gets. And I loved it. I love the people. I love being able to protect 
you know, the people I hit it off with the people I was able to be myself, right. you know, I know, you know, there was things that I could have done coming out of college where I felt like, mm, you know, I couldn't be myself. You know, if you got a tattoo, you know, those, they're going to judge you. Or if you don't, you know, speak extremely educated, you don't have a Harvard degree, you know, they're going to, they're going to judge you. I love that. I was able to just roll my sleeves up. You know, this is when we were in the house meeting with people and I would just hit it off with the people, you right. know, just normal everyday, you know, blue collar America, something that I fell in love with and uh, almost wouldn't rather have it any, you know, any other, other way. way yeah. What, what things, did you find that you love about the business that, you know, you maybe didn't realize that you were going to love about what we do? Yeah, I'll go. I think, especially when you ask, like, what have you learned outside of money? Like, it's out of making money, what's been things that you've learned throughout the business? And I think this is a great place to find yourself because from my experience, it came from teachers telling you what to do. Then it came from drill sergeant in the army telling you what to do. Then I came from sports coaches. This is a job where you, you work your own hours, you make your own money. So you have to create your own, like Bennett was saying, discipline. Like you have to, if you have no discipline, it's going to, it's going to show in this business because there ain't no one breathing down your neck saying, Hey, if you show up late, you're fired. Um, also the same thing that people love, the freedom and flexibility is the same thing that can eat you alive if you don't have discipline. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Also, it's like at the end of the day, this is a job where you learn a valuable skill set, communication, where I didn't even know how to talk barely when I when I first entered this. And then in my first four months, it was that process of learning how to talk to a random stranger, picking up the phone, being extremely uncomfortable and just learning how to talk to another person that I have no idea with. And now it's like I'm visiting my hometown and my grandparents and my parents are like, hey, Braden, you sound different. And I'm like, look, like that's just a skill set I have learned from the job I'm doing. Right. So I think that is super valuable. For sure, big one. I have, to piggyback off that, I got some someone that moved up from Florida a couple weeks ago. He's 19. It's kind of crazy two weeks ago how he sounded to what he sounds like now, like you can't really, they don't have to have, know, to how to, know how to have a conversation with people. Like they're older, they got grown people, bills, kids, married, like 19 years old. I for <laughs> sure as hell didn't know how to have a conversation with somebody I didn't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So it's cool to see how we develop people here with that. Like and seeing progress like that, like same thing, for, forget about the money, like seeing progress just like that. Because that can, what you learn here, if you don't make it here, you, I'm sure, like you say it all the time, you can take something you've learned here go, and roll with it somewhere else. It's definitely going to help you somewhere else. Something you learned. Yep. What, what would you say is, uh, Joey, you know, if you look at this short-term vision, you know, for you and in, in the, the team, you know, what do you see when you look at, what, well, you've been here, what, not three years, not two, even three? Two years and like two months. Two years and two months. That's it? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Um, you're still a baby in this game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so give it another give it another two years and two months. You know, what do you see two years and two months from today? What's your vision? Fifth like like fifteen million in business, right? And just more people that are more making more money a whole like I just see what we have now and I see it expanded 
that's it. Because like, I feel like a lot of people have in the back of their mind, like, okay, I'm going to do this and it's a great opportunity, but I'm going to like, my goal is to like build a life. Yep. Like this is my life. Yep. This shit is my life. I don't, I don't think about anything else outside of it. I'm not going to be happy. I won't be happy. Like people always ask us, like, are you like, are you happy? I'm like, am I happy? I do not have to dwell in in the areas where the devil lives in society and all the trickery and the foolishness. Like I'm away from that. I seek God. I'm with my brothers and we get to build a, a even giant, more giant brotherhood and sisterhood and change people's lives. Like my life in my head seems like to seven mil, to 15 mil, to 30 mil, to 60 mil, to 100 mil until I die. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about that number. It's about what that number represents around it. Yeah. All of the people, Growth. all of the people that are going to be affected in every state, in every country. Like he said, he got people flying up from Florida, like every like Florida State University, University of Florida, UCF, USF, FAU, all these places just from two kids in Florida. You know what I'm saying? That what, took. What would you say, Bennett, is what would you say to the person that's listening to this and, and, and they're like nervous to start in the business? You know, they're like something holding them back, you know, because you, you have those type of people. Right. So they're listening. It's like, well, I probably make people nervous. What, when would, I, when what I would the what would you say to that person? <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, just. Don't be a bitch, straight up. <laughs> like, I've never been like that in my life. So it's hard, I, it's hard for me to give you an answer because I never thought like that. Like, yeah. I would I, say. Yeah, I mean. I, think I, I would say that, I would say that, like, when you have wisdom and you think to yourself, what's going to get you furthest in life? You think, I have two decisions, or maybe it's three decisions. The person who ends up the most successful is always the person who picks out of those three what the hardest and scariest one is For sure. and takes that decision because you're putting yourself in a situation of growth because you're going to be uncomfortable. Like the most I have ever learned in a single small period of time isn't when I came here, even though it was the most like impactful at this moment. The most I ever learned is when I got shipped off to the military and and I thought I was Mr. Macho and special in high school you know, had like athlete, handsome, smooth, had a whole bunch of popularity. And then I got thrown into a bunker with a whole bunch of people and I'm the shortest one there. And they shave my head and make me take my contacts out and put on goggles and scream <laughs> in my face and rip my ego yeah. out of my soul. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the scariest. I remember I tried to quit. They tricked me when I first went into the military. They were like, oh, you want to quit? All right, we're going to bring you to the chief master sergeant's office. He went in there. He was like, all right, I heard you want to quit. He's like, all right, we're just going to sign this paperwork. And then he stood up and he said, no, he started screaming. He said, you ain't going nowhere. No, and I'm sitting there like tears coming out of my eyes because I'm like, shit, I'm not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? But like that was the hardest decision I could have ever made. Not go party, not go take an extended four years of high school into college and go to the military alone. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that hard decision changed my life. I How just, about you? What would you say to somebody on yeah. the sidelines? <laughs> I relate to that for sure. He did the same thing. He went to the military. Yeah, but um, and and Simon, you you tell us this all the time, which is it's absolute fire. It's it's not getting attached to the the 
not getting attached to the road, getting attached to the end, not getting attached to the how or the what, but getting attached to the why. Because if you are attached to a why, but you're not attached to any how, What's your why? how are you going to do it or what are you going to do, yep. then then try everything. Yeah. And then just just naturally. Like I Joe's think young saying, people, man, like like when I was debating doing this and not doing this, you know, how my, old were you? My mother, God bless her, 22. She gave me opposite advice of most parents. Right. Twice. Mm. Right. Yeah. Once I wanted to quit and she talked me out of quitting. Right. Mm. And then before I started, she, t- she I was like, you know, should I do it? Should I not do it? Because I was dead set. I was going to do real estate. I already had my real estate license. license I yeah. went through all that work to pass the test. And, and that's all that a lot stuff. of work. And, uh, and I failed it the first time, had to take it again. And uh, she's like, you know what? If, if your heart is pulling you that you can do it, she said, you're young. You ain't got no kids. No go, risk. No risk. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead. Give it 12 months. If, if, if not, you'll have experience and you, could, you don't have to wonder, oh, I wish I would have. I wonder what would have happened. If you are pulled that direction, give it a shot. Go give it everything you got for 12 months. The worst thing that happens, you leave there with some experience and you move on to something mm-hmm. else. You're young. Right. And I think not enough young people are, are – I think young people – have the biggest advantage because sure. you don't have a wife, you don't have kids, you don't have a husband, you don't have kids mm-hmm. yet typically sometimes. But, you know, if I'm 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, I see people so damn risk adverse. Mm-hmm. Right. So young. It's mm-hmm. like, when are you ever going to bet on yourself? Right. If you think you want to bet on yourself at 40? Mm-hmm. That That's like making a bet in Vegas for a million dollars. Right. You're betting yeah. your life. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, what are you really betting? Nothing. You know what I mean? Right. You just, you're, you're, there's, there's no major risk. So right. I, I think the best time to go out and give it a shot. And I would tell my kids the same thing. Like the best time to go out and give it, give this world what you got. If you feel a burning desire inside that you want to do something special, you want to get off that, that normal path. Because anytime that you get off the normal path of Go to high school, go to college, get a job with a 401k, work to 65, you know, all that. Everybody will celebrate you. The minute you get off the beaten path, you try to be great, you're weird, you know, people think you're crazy, you know, all of that stuff. You know, you look at Joey two two years and two months. Okay, we'll give it four years, four months. Most people don't even graduate college in four years. It takes them five years. So by the time somebody would have graduated college, you're probably going to accumulate $3 million plus over that four year period experience over that four year period running, running your own business, right. Uh, in a business where you could launch a business and not take a lot of your own capital. Like right. to start out, all it cost you was money to get a license yeah, from there. Right. People are paying your people, right? People are training your people. People right. are helping you. You got an office, you got leads, you got all this other stuff. Like yeah. this is the time to take a risk. If you're going to learn anything, learn on somebody else's dime to build a business. If right. it ain't for you, great. You got the experience, you made sure. money. You know, that would be my advice, Fire. you know, I, to to young people. I, when If you ever wanted to run a Chick-fil-A, I'm pretty sure they make they make like you have to be a, you have to have a million liquid. That's a requirement. Then you got to pay whatever the the franchise fee is, yep. which I'm pretty sure for a lot of those places, it's like 100 bands. You know what I'm saying? More and than 100 bands. M- more than 100 bands. Yeah. And so and but but OK, so why would you why would you want to franchise a Chick-fil-A? Well, they got the name. They got the product. They got the customers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how I look at this, except you don't got to pay no franchise fee. Yes. We got the name. We yes. got the clients. Yes. We got the product. Yes. And you don't pay for none of it. And the company pays your people. You build a business like that. Why? It doesn't make sense to not do it. Only price you got to pay is the work that you got to put in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? 
And I feel like that ain't, ain't even a price to pay because the bigger price to pay is what you would be doing your, with your life at a young age. Which is, which is what everybody else is doing. Yes. And not only wasting, but it's negative because it's creating bad habits yes. for a lifetime. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Mm. Well, I'm super proud of, of you three and uh, what you've accomplished. I remember each of you, you know, just getting started like it was like it was yesterday. And uh, you should be proud of yourself. Sky's the limit. Yes, you know, I, I know there's no doubt that you got your eyes on 7 million, 15 million, you know, annual sales, you know, as a group. I know there's no doubt that that's getting ready to happen. And I think what I'm more excited about is to see the young people's lives that you're impacting in a positive way. You know, you may you may swear and, you know, or say something like that. People can always point at you and say, oh, you got a tattoo or, you know, look, at you got a gold chain on or this one got a tattoo on or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if people are following you around, young people are following you around, you know, they're, they're getting some of the best example uh, that, that people can get, you know, at a young age. And I'm proud of you all for not being perfect. You know, none of us is perfect, but I'm proud of you all for leading yourself. And I'm watching you lead other people down a, down a good path, which is what our whole mission is about here. You know, yes, that's sir. why we say at the, at the very least, you know, if, if you don't come here and your financial goals don't come true and whatever in the business, you're going to leave here in 12 months. And you're going to be a better person. You're going to be better equipped to do whatever it is that you're getting ready to do uh, than you ever would have been here and the training is free. Yes, sir. Right? Absolutely. So appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us on another episode sir, of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. <laughs>